How do you sort out the so-called jargon from real-world practices that work? Do the members of your organization find some business advice utterly confusing? Welcome to the 2020s Enterprise with Sam Holzman. In this program, we set the record straight and in terms that people at any level of business and technology can understand. Now, here is your host, Sam Holzman. Welcome to this edition to the 2020s Enterprise. This is Sam Holzman. Uh, thank you for tuning in. And the name of this episode is Focusing in on the Here and Now, a one-day exercise. It could even be a little less than that. So what is this about? Um, if you're listening or reading this post uh, that we have on on, uh, on our internet site or on a blog, if you're listening or tuning into this broadcast in the April 2020 timeframe, uh, you and your organization, all your members of your organization and your family are a bit in a turmoil situation to say the least. And this is going to focus more um, on enterprises and businesses, but you can also think about this uh, as a way to possibly uh, more calmly discuss, even in your own family, uh, things that are, are happening. I am not one, I'm not a family counselor, I want to make sure everyone understands that. Um, I try to use a little bit of logic when it comes to these pressures that we're feeling uh, to sort of see if I can bring some method to the madness that's out there. And the pressures right now are coming from, you know, incredible numbers of directions. And, and focus is easily lost. And what we see is that uh, results and action are replaced by motions. Oh, we're going to go this direction, this direction, this, this thrashing that I call it going on. And it's a substitute for planned actions and strategies, even when things are a bit uncomfortable. We need to sit down and say, let us take a breath and figure out what we want to do and why this is called a one-day exercise is let's sit down for a day or an hour or two, whatever it is, and sit down and write some things down so we can get some focus Discuss it either with our family members or, again, this is focused on enterprises, with our business colleagues uh, so that we can reduce some of the thrashing that is, you know, that is going on. Now, those of you that know us and know our organizations, business architecture and enterprise architecture, know that this is not what we generally recommend. Uh, we usually recommend about a six-week cycle. We're sitting here in a little bit different situation. So what we've done um, with, in some of the work that we've done is looked at it and said, well, is there anything we can do quickly to try to bring some focus to what's going on rather than the full architectural cycle? And the answer is yes. And so what we're looking at here is focus, focus consistency, coordinated actions, and efficiencies now are more important in the now, today, yet we need explicit representations that the organization can view and act on now and how it affects us in the future. So what we're doing is taking like a pause from our normal approaches to coming up with understandings of where we want to go and saying, what is the minimum thing that we can do right now to get some focus here to move us in a direction forward? And at the EACOE and BACOE, we call this tactical analysis of goals and results. Tactical analysis of goals and results. 
In brief, TAGR, T-A-G-R, Tactical Analysis of Goals and Results. Not strategic, bit different focus. It doesn't matter if it's top down, middle out, bottom up, all these phrases that you hear all the time. The key is explicit representations of what is trying to be achieved, the expected outcome over what time frame. What we're trying to achieve, the expected outcome, measurable, over what time frame? Yes, unfortunately, a short-term focus, but a necessity in the hour that we're in. And this is this crisis situation that has turned into a crisis uh, of unprecedented nature. And as you heard from some of our other broadcasts, uh, it is quite unnerving to me as to what we're seeing and what we're trying to do here in this episode is to bring back some focus in the short term so we can, quote, get on with it. The objective is to be laser focused, laser focused at to what is necessary to succeed now. Yes, a tactical, explicit approach is what's needed to survive right now. You can look back and you can point your fingers and you can do all these other things, um, but it's not really going to help. We have to figure out what to do in the here and now. And as I said, we call it tactical analysis of goals and resorts, uh, results. Excuse me. Now, let me get rid of some myths that are out there when it comes to things like this. No, you don't need executive management and executive support. Is it nice to have? Yes. Is it mandatory? No. I'm really tired of that. You know why? Because for me to do the right thing, and write down what I'm going to do, I don't need permission for that. Because what I want to do is have an explicit representation of what I'm going to do over what time, and I'll, quote, run it up the flagpole. I don't worry about that, or down the flagpole, whatever it is. But I don't need permission to write it down. And this is what always amazes me. You need executive commitment. You need, no, you, you may need executive commitment for some things, for, but not writing down what you're going to do as an individual to support your enterprise. If nobody looks at it, to me, that's a secondary question that's there. So I hear this all the time. You need top-level sponsorship and commitment. Would it be nice? Yes. But I'm not looking at creating a bureaucracy right now. I'm looking at creating focus. And what I'm, I'm looking at is me, the individual, you, the individual, trying to bring some focus to what you do every day. And hopefully, possibly, you look next door. I know you can't look next door because I'm not allowed to look anybody six, not six feet away. I'm trying to be a little funny. I know this is a serious topic. But basically, if somebody else wants to join you in this effort, that's fantastic. But this is about sitting down, bringing some focus yourself to reduce the blood pressure, the tensions that all of us are feeling right now. And this is going to be done through clear vision and well-defined goals. Now, some of it may be really, really tactical. I'm not saying here that every minute of your day you need to do this, but choose, choose a time frame to, to start. Uh, a day, three days, a week. This is not long-term planning. Remember the word tactical. This is tactical. And we're going to be using the instruments that we have in our architectural approach, our business and enterprise architecture approach, to do this. But the time frame is very, very different. 
And so what we're trying to do is to take the edge off, take the edge off some of the things that are going on. And we hope that other members of our team, other members of our organization will, will follow suit. Um, you know, that, you know, that is there. And what we're looking for is an instrument that we can use to measure hopeful progress that's there. If somebody's looking over your shoulder, I hope they grab it. I hope they look at it and say, well, what are you doing, Sam? Well, here's what I'm doing in the next three days, and here's what I expect the results to be, um, and, and here's the time frame I'm doing it in. And I don't, I don't mind taking that to anybody. If it's my boss, if it's my client, if it's my spouse, <laughs> I usually don't have to do that in that case. But I don't mind putting down explicit representations, but they're not fuzzy. It's not improved productivity, reduced cost, value your employee, value, value your, your, your staff members. Those are platitudes. We're looking for specific action over a relatively short period of time. And once this stuff starts mitigating, we're going to go back to our really solid approach to figuring out what an enterprise needs. And that's, of course, enterprise and business architecture. But this is the here and now. This is April of 2020. And anytime you turn on whatever media that you're turning on, you know that those numbers are going up and down and up and down and people are talking about a relapse in October, November. Um, you know, so we can sit here and, and just get more and more ulcers and more and more pressures and more and more heartburn. Or we can say, let us at least, as best we can, <clears throat> take a re- approach on this thing that will, will drive us a little bit forward. As I said, we call it tactical analysis of goals and resorts, of results, excuse me. And that should give you a hint as to what we're going to do. We're going to write some things down that are measurable and quantifiable and what we expect out of the result uh, of the result to be. And it needs to be a little measurable. Metrics are going to be critical. Now, I'm going to say something here funny because I want to bring a little humor into this. You know, one of the goals that I have is to wake up every morning at 8 a.m. and be out of the shower at 8.15 a.m. That's the goal that I have. What's the measurement? I get out of the shower at 8.15. Now, I'm not suggesting that we write this thing down, but it's measurable. I know what the results are. Now, another goal may be towel myself off in less than three minutes. Okay, now I'm being silly on purpose. Notice what happens here. I don't say towel myself off. I don't say take a shower. I'm getting a measurement so that I can have what? A result. I can measure the result that I actually meet that objective, you know, that I have. So with that little bit of silliness, you can see how really easy it is, easy it is to sit down and put some things together and move forward. And because of the dynamic nature of what we're seeing on a day-in and day-out basis, this word tactical has to pop into our vocabulary because I think most of us are kind of uncomfortable right now. And if we are working in large organizations that, you know, that are there, um, you see that there's uncomfortableness, there's tensions, uh, whether it's employment status or direction or not having your colleagues to lean on or things like that. 
lots of things, you know, you know, that are out there. The nervousness of walking outside, uh, you know, getting a meal, getting a restaurant, all of these pressures. What we're going to try to do, at least for part of our day, is to bring some method or structure to it. So, again, one of the first myths I want to get rid of, you don't need permission. You don't need sponsorship. It would be marvelous to have. Now, if somebody says, don't do this, of course, don't be silly enough to do it. Uh, that's a whole different story. But I don't think anybody's going to stop you because it's about me. It's not about my departments and not about my division. And as I said, hopefully, when you do this, the next thing, somebody's going to, you know, look at what you did. And maybe you'll send this, you know, to, you know, to a colleague of yours. And maybe you'll, or you'll have a, you know, a little uh, uh, session because you're chatting about some things, and you say, uh, uh, "Hey, Jane, you know, hey, Mark, let me let me just tell you what I did yesterday." I sat down and said, you know, "What am I trying to do this week to really get some focus?" And here were the three things I did, and here's what I think the um, you know the results are going to be, just for your information. And maybe one of those two, one of those people, or maybe both of them, or three or four, will say, "Hey, that's that's a really good idea. Uh, why don't I take a stab at this also?" And so, what's the wonder, what's the phrase I use a lot? Once I do it, what's my objective? Go get another convert. <laughs> Once I get that second convert, let's get a third convert. Once again, I want to be very careful. This is not a replacement for the architectural thinking that we have been doing for you know over four decades now. It's a use of those same techniques to bring some order to a bit of the chaos you know that we're seeing that's there. And what we're doing is is providing not a clear vision two, five, or ten years out, but over you know a shorter time frame that's there. So metrics or measurements are going to be critical, and we're going to rely on that data, um, you know, as as we see it. Okay. Another myth I want to get you know a, a dispel at the same time is uh, you know well you know if you don't get it right the first time, uh, you know just you know plan to fail. You hear this a lot: fail fast. No, 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 no. I, I that 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 scares me. Now, my objective is to succeed fast. And that's why we're trying to net this down into the the most straightforward things that we need to do. So plan to fail? No. No. There's nothing to fail here. Now, you may personally fail in meeting your objective. If you have, for example, a date that you want to meet on Tuesday or Thursday or Friday, that's a different failure. That's not the failure in the technique it's the failure of meeting the objective. And so you can start recognizing, you know, this used to take me a couple of days to do, but because of the remoteness and the newness of these things, it's going to take me a little bit longer uh, to do these types of things. So a failure in meeting an objective is very different than a failure in writing this down and taking a crack at it. Uh, there is no real thing as as failure here if we have all of those pieces. And of course, as we go through the broadcast today, we're going to be talking about all of the the pieces you know that are there. And so, the thing that we're looking at here is bringing some structure, some approach to the short term situation you know that we're in. And we obviously hope it's a short term. So we're writing things down, but we're, write, we're not writing things down in a novel. We're going to be using um, what we always recommend to our clients in the uh, processes of putting together goals, 
that S-M-A-R-T approach to things that are there. But the T, meaning time-bound, is going to be a little bit different than it it usually is for a strategic nature. Rather than years um, or months, it's going to be possibly hours or days. The other thing I want to be careful about as we're talking about this early in this session is I'm not talking about programming your day one minute at a time. This is setting sort of like a direction. Um, uh, How do I put it? Uh, An ambition or a desire on what we want to achieve so we can bring some focus. And the, the activity of writing it down and looking at it is a very, very powerful force. Very, very powerful. And I usually do this not on the computer. I actually do it on a a little notebook and piece of paper. Sam, you've always said you're old. No, it's because the act of moving the pen around is very different than the act of speaking into a microphone or putting it into the computer. Human organizational and human behavioralists have told us that. There is a difference between writing them down and actually using a keyboard. And we're, of course, we're finding that out in education also. So first thing we're talking about here is getting just a little bit of quick understanding as to what is going on, bringing some focus to, to these types of things. And then, of course, we will, we will move forward uh, that's there. So as we close out this first session here, just a couple of items I want to remind you of. You do not need top-level sponsorship or commitment. You don't need permission. Of course, if somebody says, don't do it, don't do it. We're not foolish that's there. This is about looking at yourself and putting, writing some things down to give yourself some focus is going on. Failure is not about the technique. Failure is not meeting the objectives that you wrote down. And sometimes that may happen. So when you hear the phrase, plan to fail fast, no. You may fail in the things you're trying to achieve, but not in the technique. So we're going to take a quick time out here just for a few minutes, and we'll be continuing to talk about focusing on the here and now, a one-day exercise. We'll see you back here in a few minutes. Is your organization in the internet age when those around you are moving into the information age? Are your hallway conversations filled with words and phrases like blockchain, AI, VR, cloud computing, and micro this and that? Are you interested in bringing some method to the madness? Then talk to us. Through years of consulting with clients all over the world, the Pinnacle Business Group and Architecture's Center of Excellence have developed an understanding of what makes a consultant-client relationship work. And this understanding comes to every engagement. The Pinnacle Business Group assists organizations in solving their business and system challenges with its unique, proven approaches, bringing teams of business and system personnel together to jointly define business and system requirements. The teams are led through a series of facilitated activities to provide innovative solutions to their business and system challenges. We look forward to hearing from you. Visit PinnacleBusinessGroup.com. Based on over 30 years of real-world experience, the Business Architecture Center of Excellence four-day certification workshops in business architecture will guide you beyond theory and into actual implementation. If you are looking to develop a baseline for business agility through goal-aligned, prioritized capabilities, we will help you get there. You will leave our workshop with real tools, processes, techniques, and most importantly, true hands-on business architecture project practice. For dates, 
locations, and more, visit BACOE.org. Are you frustrated with your business strategy, mission, or enterprise enterprise architecture efforts? If so, the book, Reaching the Pinnacle, a methodology of business understanding, technology planning, and change by leading enterprise architect practitioner Sam Holzman brings a method to the marketing madness that surrounds the enablement of business and mission strategy and enterprise architecture. This helpful, no-nonsense book sheds light on this poorly understood topic. It helps business executives and technology professionals build an enterprise architecture appropriate to their organizational needs, enabling their business and mission strategy. Enterprise architecture is the rethinking of how business and mission planning and information technology can support each other to achieve its strategic and mission objectives through the development of a series of project initiatives and agile models. Reaching the Pinnacle is available at Amazon.com. Virtual Business Architecture Services from the Business Architecture Center of Excellence will provide you with the expertise of our consulting services remotely so you can achieve your goals quickly, efficiently, and economically. Using our business architecture methodology complemented by our full BACOE practitioner support, we will help you achieve the same great results without any travel at a reduced cost. Please visit BACOE.org backslash virtual hyphen BA for more information. You are listening to The 2020s Enterprise with Sam Holzman. We welcome questions and comments about the program via email to sam at eacoe.org. That's sam at eacoe.org. Now, back to The 2020s Enterprise. Welcome back. Uh, This is Sam Holzman. We're talking about focusing on the here and now a one-day exercise or a one-hour exercise uh, to bring some focus to ourselves and our business lives mainly. And uh, I want to once again stress, uh, I do not have any background in, in personal counseling or anything else like that. Anything I'm saying now, if it has that tone in it, just because I'm giving you some examples. But yes, we can use these things in our in a personal situation, but I'm really focusing more on our business lives uh, for those of you that are in that mode, it's kind of really, really uh, a, a bit of a turmoil right now uh, that we see because of the the unknown nature of things that are going on. And again, for those of you that have just tuned in, uh, the time frame that this broadcast is, is being made is in the April 2020 time frame, uh, which is having this pandemic situation, which is really affecting the lives of a lot of people in, in, in various areas. And so the approach we're talking about here is what we call tactical analysis of goals and results. And uh, TAGR, T-A-G-R, I, you don't have to call it TAGR, you can call it whatever you want uh, that's out there. And we're going to talk to you about some techniques that will bring some focus uh, there. And just to summarize a little bit about our first segment, uh, some of the myths that are there. Uh, one of them is that you need to have top-level commitment and sponsorship. Of course, that would be nice to have, but you don't need permission to sit down and write down what you're going to be doing yourself over the next few days. Handing it to somebody else is something very different. Asking somebody for permission to do this, I, I don't think is required. 
But if somebody says to you, don't do this, that's a different story, of course. That would be silly to go against. But there's no reason why you and you can't sit down or I can't sit down and say, here is the focus that I'm going to have over the next few days or the next few weeks, whatever that time frame is, and we're going to go for it. We're going to go for it. We're going to actually move forward. And and I'll be more than happy to show that to anyone, especially if it comes to you know my bosses or my clients to see whether or not they're comfortable with that. What I'm saying is I don't fear explicit representations. I think it's a very good thing. It's out there. And um, again, the other uh, myth that we were talking about uh, was uh, the, the thing that you sometimes hear out there, well, plan to fail fast. No, 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 no. I don't plan to fail fast. I plan to succeed fast. The area that I may fail in is meeting the precise objective. Maybe I say I need to do this over the next three days, and it turns out it's five days. Um, that could be a, quote, failure of the goal that we're writing down, but the technique of writing it down, uh, I don't believe, is is going to uh, to fail. Um, and that's what we're trying to to change, uh, you know, as as we as we move forward. Now. What are we going to do? How are we going to do this? We'll be discussing this uh, a little bit. We should be looking at it, it you know, over a period of time um, that's there. Is that period a week? Uh, that, to me, right now, in the approach we're in, is about what I would suggest. Uh, that's about the time, you know, that we're saying. In other words, all I can do now is look about a week out. Um, what, what do I think I can do? And I'm looking at all the dynamics, you know, that are going on. As all of you know, every day things change out there. I am really one that doesn't like to thrash around. I like to actually do, you know, some, some actual work, as I, as I say. And with that, I want to make sure that I, I get that, you know, understanding that's there. So as we move forward, we're going to be using this thing called SMART. Again, S-M-A-R-T. And that is a tried and true technique that's been out there for quite some time. And usually the S stands for strategic. And I'll run through this again in just a moment. The M, measurable. The A, actionable. The R, results-oriented. And the T is time-bound. S, strategic. M, measurable. A actionable, our results oriented, and the T time bound. That's the phrase that I use to try to get a crisp understanding of what I'm trying to do. So our goal name, our goal name that we're trying to achieve is make a healthy dinner. That's the goal name. That's not a goal. It's a goal name. Make a healthy dinner. Here's how I would describe this. Strives to ensure that the preparation of this evening's meal, which is the time frame, will result in satisfying hunger, ensuring that the nutritional needs of my family members are met, and will result in a satisfying, healthy approach over the next day. Now, I'm giving you something that short range to give you an idea of how these S-M-A-R-T pieces meet. Um, If some of you remember President Kennedy, 
when the Apollo moon program was put together, he had it really, really right. If you remember the phrase, he said, our objective or our mission is to put a man on the moon and get them back again within the next decade. Now, I'm just paraphrasing a little bit. It's got all the pieces that's there. He didn't say, you know, launch a satellite. He didn't say launch a rocket ship. He didn't say put a man on the moon. He said put a man on the moon and get him back again. (laughs) And then the final thing he said, what's the time frame that's there? And as some of you know that were around at that at that period of time, there was a laser focus and there was a lot of noise around that, of course. But what we have there is a situation where we have that focus. Now, that same type of process or precision is something that we should look at. On the other hand, I don't want to micromanage myself either. I don't want to spend all my time writing these things down and not doing anything. And that's why I prefer to do this individually, myself first, to sort of get a cadence with myself as I'm looking in the mirror. I says, here's what I'm going to try to do over the next couple of days. Some people say, no, 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 never do it at the individual level. That's like a performance review. Well, I don't know if that's a bad thing or not, performance reviews. I'm not looking at somebody else evaluating me. I'm looking sort of at sitting down and saying, here's what I'm going to accomplish. Now, somebody looks over my shoulder and says, man, you know, Sam has, has done these 11 things over the last few days, or two things, or seven things, or nine things. How do you do that <laughs> with all the noise going on out there? In other words, sitting in a chair answering emails and things like that, um, you know, is, is, is motion, and some of it may be useful because maybe that's exactly what your job is, which would be fantastic. But most of us have something to accomplish. And when you have all of this noise, when you have all this thrashing going on, it is really, really difficult uh, to be able, uh, you know, to do that. We also have to recognize what we are and what we're not. When I say what we're not, we are not individually a, quote, large organization. We may be working for a large organization, but we're not a, uh, a Walmart or a Microsoft or a Google or a Facebook or a whoever, Microsoft, doesn't matter who. We're talking about us in the individual level type of thing, putting this together. And this is one of the keys, this, this personal type of situation. I find it relaxing. When I say relaxing, if I can sit down and say, and I'm not putting platitudes together, I'm putting what I say is measurable actions, measurable actions that I want to do over a period of time. And that's why, once again, we call it tactical, tactical there. And I'll usually start off with two to five things. And the time frame that I use is about a week. Um, And within that, I try to start off small into what's going on. Now, all of this depends, of course, on the environment that I'm in. And if the environment is more tactical, in other words, daily or monthly, uh, it's great. But let me give you some horrible examples of measurements that go awry. And uh, yes, as some of you know, I, I tend to be, a, you know, quite straight, meaning um, I can't 
tell people lies because I don't remember what I told them. So it's just easier to tell the truth. It really is easier to tell the truth. So I look at Congress. I look at Congress. And I see one of the measurements in Congress is the number of laws that they pass. To me, that's one of the most silly measurements that I could have possibly have. The objective isn't to pass a certain number of laws. And of course, you hear the phrase, it's a do-nothing Congress. And the measurement of a do-nothing Congress, they didn't pass enough laws. <laughs> I'm chuckling because what does that have to do with actually serving the, the, the public? Possibly, we don't need any more laws. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. That's what we're, well, guess what? You get what you measure as the phrase that's out there. Or we talk to some service organizations, and one of the measurements that they have is the number of closed inquiries or closed uh, trouble tickets or closed uh, whatever it is, responses on email, okay? That's not a measure of anything. Yeah, it is <laughs> a measure of what that item is. What about measuring the number of times the ticket was closed and opened up again because the problem wasn't actually closed, just the ticket was closed or something like that? Or what about the number of times the customer had to come to you and ask you a similar question 17 different ways before they got the answer? That's a measurement that we're looking for. In other words, the result isn't something that is easily understood. The phrase that I use is motion is being substituted for actual results. Desires and intent and beliefs are being substituted for actual results. So when you are starting to put this together, the measurements that you're going to be looking at are quite important because as the phrase goes, um, you, you get, you know, get what you measure. And so when I look at what I'm trying to do here, you know, for example, you know, in this particular broadcast, um, I have a commitment to you and of course to the network uh, to put on the air uh, every Wednesday at three o'clock Eastern time, hopefully something that is useful to the public. Of course, that's the show that's here. All right. That's the, that's the commitment. Putting on the show itself is a measure, but not a measure that is really something that is really that important to me personally. What I'm looking for is has that program changed the equation or the dynamics out there for you as an audience and possibly from my standpoint, has it gained some, for example, business? Not putting the show on the air and finishing it. It's the next step. In other words, the measurement is that important. So yes, it's important to have the show here, of course, and hopefully have a listening audience. But the actual measurement, has it changed behavior? Has somebody contacted me afterward and said, hey, I like your idea. Can you come talk to us before? Has anyone written a check for, so to speak, for consulting services or something like that? Notice that the measurement is different. I'm substituting real honest-to-goodness results for an interim measure. And, of course, the other things are really easy to measure. I'm done with the show for this week. I'd finished one last week, the week before. Okay, I've got all those metrics in place. Fantastic. Has it changed anything is the real question. A very different measure. 
being a, a, a bit humorous once again, hopefully, uh, and it's not funny, but it is funny when you, you, you know, when you hear, sometimes you hear this, uh, you know, the, the operation was a success. Unfortunately, the patient um, isn't in too good of a shape at this point in time. Being more direct, the patient died. Are you measuring what? The, the operation being complete? Well, that's great. But what was the actual end effect? So in the measurement, what we have to do is to really look at it. It's probably the more difficult part. In other words, the results, um, making sure that when you actually look at that result, it is meaningful. And that is a little bit difficult to do possibly the first time out of the gate. You know, what is that, you know, type of situation? As I said, you know, there's an objective on, on the radio show I have here. And, uh, you know, to be you know direct with you, it's to, you know, provide as much understanding and information as possible. But to be very direct, we're hopefully going to get some more you know, business and revenue and, and clients out of this because they hear what we, we say and we hope that they'll come and ask us, us for some more advice and assistance, okay? If that doesn't happen, uh, I, I'm not upset, upset about it. I hope we're adding some value, but that is one of the measures that we do track on a weekly basis. We do track that on a weekly basis to see if we can um, uh, coordinate those types of things. So measurements are very, very important. At the same time, when we're putting together the objectives, we have to have something that we believe we can possibly achieve. So if my audience right now is 1,000 people, can I expect to get to 50,000 people uh, in the next week? Probably not. That's an objective and a pipe dream or a platitude <laughs> that's out there. So when we're talking especially about tactical things, we have to really look at it a little bit closer to see if what we're doing actually has a possibility of being achieved. So we're talking about focusing on the here and now, results of a tactical approach. We've given you some ideas of what's going on, and we'll amplify those when we come back for a third segment in just a few minutes. Thanks for listening. We'll see you back here in just a few minutes. Is your organization in the internet age when those around you are moving into the information age? Are your hallway conversations filled with words and phrases like blockchain, AI, VR, cloud computing, and micro this and that? Are you interested in bringing some method to the madness? Then talk to us. Through years of consulting with clients all over the world, the Pinnacle Business Group and Architecture's Center of Excellence have developed an understanding of what makes a consultant-client relationship work. And this understanding comes to every engagement. The Pinnacle Business Group assists organizations in solving their business and system challenges with its unique, proven approaches, bringing teams of business and system personnel together to jointly define business and system requirements. The teams are led through a series of facilitated activities to provide innovative solutions to their business and system challenges. We look forward to hearing from you. Visit PinnacleBusinessGroup.com. Are you frustrated with your business strategy, mission, or enterprise architecture efforts? If so, the book, Reaching the Pinnacle, a methodology of business understanding, technology planning, and change by leading enterprise architect practitioner Sam Holzman brings a method to the marketing madness that surrounds the enablement of business and mission strategy and enterprise architecture. This helpful, no-nonsense book sheds light on this poorly understood topic. It helps business executives and technology professionals build an enterprise architecture appropriate to their organizational needs, enabling their business and mission strategy. 
Enterprise architecture is the rethinking of how business and mission planning and information technology can support each other to achieve its strategic and mission objectives through the development of a series of project initiatives and agile models. Reaching the Pinnacle is available at Amazon.com. Are you stuck in your enterprise architecture practice with nothing but a bunch of static models and deliverables aimed at future technology development efforts rather than true business understanding? With the Enterprise Architecture Center of Excellence four-day certification workshops, you will learn proven step-by-step enterprise architecture techniques to be used as the baseline for addressing continuous business and organizational change. For dates, locations, and more, Visit EACOE.org. No travel? No problem. The Enterprise Architecture Center of Excellence and Business Architecture Center of Excellence are experts in offering distance learning enterprise architecture and business architecture certification workshops throughout the year. Your experience mirrors our face-to-face workshops and are not just remote broadcasts. You will collaborate in teams across the world just as though you were across the table. For dates and registration, visit EACOE.org and BACOE.org. You are listening to The 2020s Enterprise with Sam Holzman. We welcome questions and comments about the program via email to Sam at EACOE.org. That's Sam at EACOE.org. Now, Back to the 2020s Enterprise. Welcome back. Uh, this is our last segment uh, on today's episode called Focusing on the Here and Now, a one-day exercise. And uh, again, for completeness here, uh, for those of you listening to this broadcast live or at a later date, uh, we are in the April 2020 timeframe. And I would say the world is actually in this pandemic crisis situation uh, that is really affecting everyone's personal lives and, of course, business lives that's there. And what we're talking about is you and I as the individuals bringing some focus. Uh, and this is directed more toward the business activities we do on a day-in and day-out basis uh, to try to bring some directed method to the madness that's out there, the, the thrashing, as I said, uh, that, you know, that seems to go on. Uh, out there, you know, all the time. And so it's a very difficult situation we're in. And the technique we're recommending is what we have done in the past, uh, taking part of our enterprise and business architecture methodology, grabbing just a little piece of it uh, that we call the tactical analysis of goals and results. And uh, for short, TAGR, T-A-G-R, just you can use the tactical analysis of goals and results um, you know, as an approach. And over the past couple of segments, uh, we talked about some of the myths that we believe are out there um, that really are inhibiting this type of work. And there's really no basis for those myths that I see out there other than people suggesting they're important. And uh, we haven't seen any research at all that would suggest otherwise. And so some of those myths are you need to have executive commitment, executive involvement, executive permission. Uh, Those are all nice and wonderful, and please don't get me wrong, it'd be nice to have that, but there's nothing wrong with you sitting down and saying, here's what I'm going to do over the next week, here's what I'm going to do, here's the the measure, 
here's the things that I'm going to be doing, here's the time frame I'm going to be doing it, and here's what my expectations are. In other words, bringing some personal focus on the actions um, uh, that, that we're doing. And in our last segment, we talked about a little bit of the difficulty or importance of making sure that you're actually measuring the right thing. In other words, you're not measuring motion, you're actually measuring real, honest-to-goodness results. And uh, I was mentioning, you know, before, you know, the break, uh, Congress. You know, Congress gets measured on the number of laws they pass, which to me is a totally meaningless number. Uh, I don't know why anybody would think a certain number of laws, and as that number goes up, uh, people feel better about it, because if the number goes down, Congress is 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 measured and and is stated to say, is it's not a good Congress because they were a do nothing Congress because they didn't pass many laws. That's not a very good measures measure at all. But that's one of the measures. So you know what? As the phrase goes, you get what you measure. Um, so we have to be careful, especially now. Um, you know, as we as we look at these things. As we are in a remote situation, these things can really, really get away from us. And the other reason to write this down, even between your colleagues, is to make sure that all of you separately are acting together and trying to still optimize the business. Because, you know, in the good old days when we could sit around the, you know, the, the water cooler or the coffee pot or the conference room and have some chats about this, you know, it was a little bit more difficult. And a previous episode of my show, um, I did an interview with three college students, and I hope you do listen to that one. Uh, wow, that was quite a series of from-the-heart discussions about how these college students feel like being thrown into this online environment uh, almost overnight, and, and we know why. And what the effects on them personally are from a social aspect, from a leadership aspect, for, of course, and more, most importantly, from a learning aspect. And what it means for, you know, for some of these students to move from talking about measures, from grades of you know, A, B, C, and F, or whatever that is, to pass, fail, or attend, not attend. <laughs> no matter what, there are personal situations uh, that cause us maybe not to you know, be as aggressive when we're doing something when the measurement changes that are out there or the social aspects of things. And one of the things that, you know, the students were discussing is, you know, leadership. You know, one of the, one of the, the people was very, very much into the leadership uh, 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 roles in their university, the after hours thing, besides being an excellent student. And that whole thing has sort of fallen apart even though this individual has tried desperately to use all of these online media that's out there, it just hasn't worked. Now, it could be that a different technique or things like that have to be done, but once again, those measurements that we're talking about, the actions and the reactions, you know, as to what's going on, not only the, uh, uh, you know, the, the uncertainty. So, if you put together a time frame, let's go through these, uh, these components again. Strategic. Now, I use the phrase S-M-A-R-T, and maybe for this round of things, since it's the focusing on the here and now, 
The first word is not strategic anymore, but tactical, a tactical statement. Um, I am going to contact uh, this week. I'm a, uh, a, a salesperson. I'm going to contact 23 of my potential clients that I've never talked to before uh, over the next week about this particular product that we're launching with the objective of having three of those clients uh, ask for another session or a demo, one of those clients actually signing a purchase order by the end of the week. That's my personal objective that's out there. Now, what is that doing? It's giving me focus. It's giving me focus of what's going on. And if somebody wants to look over my shoulder, my boss, for example, and say, uh, Sam, that's not the right thing to do. Well, I'd like to look at, have, him, have him or her look at that and say, what do you think I should change? Because this is what I intend to do uh, to make sure that I'm meeting your objectives and you know the enterprise and business objectives that are there. Well, I want you to do something else. Uh, you know, in other words, there's frustration. And there were, all of us are frustrated. So this is what we're trying to, to look at. And that's why I say we don't need permission to do this to bring some focus uh, to the organization. I hope that individual thanks me, and I think most of them will. Hey, that's really kind of good. You're giving me that focus that's there. So remember, S-M-A-R-T. In our case, we're going to say not S, but T, tactical, M, measurable. Once again, coming back to the measurement. What it, Now, the measurement is what? Please remember, it isn't the 23 calls. That's part of the measurement. The actual end result I'm looking for is what? Four inquiries and one sale. That's the end measure, not making 23 calls. Notice how different it is. You know, as I mentioned in Congress, you know, passing 83 laws, that's not a measure. That's not a, that's not a result. That's a measurement. (laughs) What's the result? Notice the difference here, you know, uh, closing 23 trouble tickets. Uh, answering 43 phone calls, okay? Is it 43 of the same phone calls from the same client because they're aggravated and you never answered the question? (laughs) So notice how these numbers, we have to be really, really, really careful about the difference between a measurement and a result. Actionable. S-M, or our case, T-M, tactical, measurable, A, actionable. In our statement, do we see that we can put together a direction? Yeah, this is what we're going to do. We're going to do this and we're going to do that. We're going to do that. Uh, We're going to scout online for some organizations that have this type of profile. Uh, We're going to try to legally obtain their email and, and our phone number. Notice what I said, legally. You know, there's a lot of junk going on out there actionable, and then what's the result? That's the key. The result is, and we said it, four inquiries, four demos, and one sale. That would be the result. What's the time frame? A week, a month, a year. So as you see here, this format is relatively straightforward. I like doing it on a piece of paper. The actions that I see in front of me as I'm moving my pen or pencil around really is very, very different than filling in some form online. I'd encourage you 
to try to find a pen or a pencil in your house. I'm sure you have some of those maybe. And some little piece of paper or so and write these things down. I think you're going to be surprised uh, that there's a little different interaction between yourself and the paper or pencil. Yes, I do know that I am of the senior citizen how about this seasoned professional range of things that are out there. I do use computers. I do use keyboards. I do use smartphones. I use all this stuff and I do use Twitter and Facebook and, and LinkedIn and, and uh, zoom and, and WebEx and all these other things. But this particular activity I find is best done using good old pen and a good old piece of paper. And I actually use uh, this little notebook that I stick in my pocket Um, as I look at the dynamic natures of what I am doing. So I have a tactical statement. I have a measurement of the actions that I'm going to take. I see an actionable path for that. I have an intended result that I have. And then the time frame, as I said, in this tactical world that we're in, um, I'm suggesting, or at least, you know, my approach is to Um, You know, uh, not more than about five days as we try to maneuver through this. At no time do I want to ignore um, the the longer term actions that may be on my plate. And of course, what I would do in that case is to look at those things and make sure that they fit into what I'm doing now. What I'm saying there is, well, here's the things that I'm doing. I, I want to make sure that you know, if I do have a, a, a manager or a boss or a customer that has some expectations, that would become part of my portfolio, of course, that's there. So I'm trying to bring some method to the chaos and madness that I'm seeing over a tactical time frame to move things forward. And then possibly I can relax a little bit. I can take a breath and say, you know what, I, I see a pathway. I can't predict when this chaotic situation is going to be over. And of course, if some of you tune in and, and uh, to you know television and radio and things like that, um, you keep hearing about, my goodness, this whole pandemic thing may be back again in October, November. All that is just ulcer building. It really doesn't help us at all. We know that there's going to be some variables that are out there. So I hope that with these techniques that we call, again, the tactical analysis of goals and results can bring some calmness to you and your organization, but also some directions to say that we can take this opportunity uh, to just look in the here and now a little bit because of the, the time frame we're in and keep moving the ball forward. It may be a little bit less strategic, if I can use that phrase, uh, and, uh, but we are essentially moving forward. And the, the, the process of writing things down, analyzing them in a tactical analysis approach where we have goals and solid results is what we're recommending. I really hope that this is going to help you and your organization during this time of a bit of chaos. I'm Sam Holzman. You've been listening to the 2020s Enterprise. Most importantly, you and and your loved ones and all those around you, please stay well. And until next time, have a great day. Thank you for listening.
Thank you for tuning in this week to the 2020s Enterprise. Be sure to join your host, Sam Holzman, again for another edition of our program next Wednesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. We'll have more topics of discussion then. 